0: Ah, there you are. And just in time. Gee,
1: it's all the time. Hang on. Body Probe. Bravo 229er has been rolled to the loading area in bay number two. I have the great honor of introducing the one, the only, B- W. W. radio. Your
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 303 for the week of December 2nd, 2012. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic to wherever you are with this audio podcast, videos, blog, live broadcasts, events, my Walt Disney World trivia books, CDs, and more. You can find it all over at wdwradio.com. So this week, we're going to step inside some favorite attractions as we explore our top 10 attraction rooms in Walt Disney World. From iconic scenes, memorable moments, awe-inspiring effects, or nostalgic segments, we'll look at some classic settings and ask you to share your favorites as well. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, pose a new challenge for your chance to win a disney prize package i'll then have some announcements and your voicemails at the end of the show so sit back relax and enjoy this week's episode of the wdw radio show Chances are, your love of Walt Disney World originated on its most basic level, right? Visiting the parks to enjoy the attractions and the shows. And over time, we've all come to learn that as you peel back those layers of the onion, there are countless other experiences to be discovered, enjoyed, and explored. But no matter how or why we enjoy the Disney parks, resorts, and of course the restaurants, I think it still comes back to the attractions. We love them for... Nostalgic reasons for the thrills, the stories, music, technology, the immersion, or a combination of all the above. And over time, we've come to know and love our favorites, and ones that we can ride over and over and over again with the exact same smiles on our faces that we had when we rode them the first time. But within those attractions, there's often individual scenes or rooms which are memorable or even iconic. So this week, we're going to look at our top 10 attraction rooms or scenes in Walt Disney World. When you think of top 10s, we're memorable individuals. You may think of past shows where top 10 means more like top 20 and then some. And then you may also think about Tim Foster from GuideToTheMagic.com and CelebrationsPress.com. Tim's also a man whose house is probably... An attraction in and of itself. I could only imagine what the rooms might be. But, Tim, welcome back. Why, thank you. <laughs> I've never been to your home, but I sort of imagine it like a combination of a Haunted Mansion and Figment's upside-down room. Um,
1: well, there's Haunted Mansion tapestries
0: up. With a little bit of Carousel of Progress thrown in.
1: <laughs> and the house looks like it's been upside-down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, listen, Tim, you know, in the past, we've talked about uh, our top smells, figures, finales, vehicles, stories, effects, cues, and and so, so many more. And if you go to wdwradiocom slash top 10, you can actually see our whole list of top 10s that go back like seven years. Um, and while we've talked about individual moments... I think there's also individual rooms or scenes, which I know we've alluded to in the past as being some of our favorites, hence this list.
1: Well, this it, this is actually, I love the idea when when uh, you first mentioned it. Damar worked on it, and I don't know if you ran into this. It got difficult because I felt uh, that I was repeating a lot of stuff we talked about, like finales and... Uh, effects and things like that, and I end kind up of landing in the same places. So on my list, I actually kind of I tried to veer off of, you know, what in the absence of anything else, what might have been truly a top, you know, twenty-seven or whatever it's going to be. Um, and then, it, so it's, mine's kind of like honorable mentions, maybe, because the ones that are top of my list, I feel like we just talked about for uh, for uh, for other reasons. But uh, so I found it kind of challenging.
0: Well, let me give you the rules that I didn't tell you about that I decided to follow anyway. (laughs) So so I I, I sort of created these self-imposed rules, right? One of which is uh, all the attractions had to be indoors, right? So that made me exclude things like the saloon on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. See, I snuck one in there already. Um, I Uh, excluded shows because I think shows it is a single room, right? There's no transitions as if you have attractions. There's no there's no sort of portals in between the different rooms that let it sort of transition scene by scene. And I also made sure I excluded from the list queues or post shows, right? Because we did the queues back at show 132 and I would have th- mentioned things like caliber Rapids or, you know, Muppets would have been excluded both for shows and because of the pre-show queue room.
1: Yeah, that was a big one because uh, I had st- my first thought was some cues. And then I I imposed the self-imposed imposed rule on myself that I imposed about no cues. I think we'll find out. Oh yeah. no, you!
0: Know, I'm I- going to break this. Say so you no! Know, I'm going to break those rules at least
1: twice. One cue, but we've never talked about it before. So uh, I feel I,
0: I feel uh, okay in-, in going ahead with it. Listen, for- believe kind of- in your list, man. Stand behind your list. <laughs> And you notice, by the way, I've already snuck in four. No, I know. I know. I remember last time you actually had about 10 in by this. So you're (laughs) getting I'm getting better. I'm I'm self-regulating a little bit. So but do you have a favorite? Like when I when I mentioned this to you in terms of an iconic room or scene in an attraction, was there one that's a favorite or that first one that came to your mind? Like hit that one first.
1: Well, well,
0: that's a problem. You have a problem, and it's the very first one.
1: Well, no, because all the very first ones I hit, I immediately discounted because of various rules. Either because we just talked about it, and I— All
0: right, well, just, just so answer the question then. So just close your eyes, and I say, Tim, the most memorable, iconic, your favorite room in all of Walt Disney World, your favorite scene in all of Walt Disney World, what is it?
1: Well, a couple came to mind right away, and one was the—
0: I am the, so glad I am not a lawyer anymore because you would be the worst witness ever.
1: The final room, and it's a small world. Um, and also, I asked my daughter the same question, and her first reaction, whether you count this as a room or not, and we're probably going to get into a little, little disagreement over what counts as a room. But the first thing she thought of was the— the city of the future scene in Spaceship Earth, which also cropped into my mind too, but I didn't put either one of them on the list. One because it kind of the didn't exist anymore. I kind of was enough to push it off. Although maybe they come up in honorable mentions, like ones we remember but aren't here anymore. And then the Small World. I just we talked about it so much. It, it was in grand finales and, and everything else. So I thought, um, well, I don't want to talk about that again. We've done that to death. So that's where kind of a honorable mention one maybe snuck in that I'm going to carry through. But that, see, that's how I sneak into without really doing one. See, I'm learning from the
0: master here.
1: You must unlearn what you have learned.
0: Alright, good. So what is your first real one which is kind of an honorable mention?
1: I did want to start with one, though. and the, And the reason I'm doing this, this also deflected your question, because I had a reason for doing this, and it wasn't because it's my favorite. Although I it's I love it enough to put it on but I, I if you don't have this one on your list i will be so shocked and dazed and astounded it won't even be funny so this is my attempt to cut you off at the pass and steal one from you i Quite- think
0: i think i know where you're going uh
1: really i'm half tempted to have you tell me what you think i'm going to say
0: no because then i'm showing my hand go ahead just go and let's let's just see if i'm wrong or right nursery and peter pan what, I'm sorry the
1: nursery and Peter Pan's flight
0: uh, close but <laughs> no all
1: right well all right. well then my first one will be
0: <laughs> Peter Pan's flight
1: but one because it's actually a room which I was kind of, I was trying to keep in the, I was trying to keep the strictest definition of a room uh, in with all of my selections. But, um, just the fact, and we're also doing an article on it right now, so my mind's all about Peter Pan's flight, um, but it just, it sets the stage, uh, so perfectly for the, for the rest of the attraction, and it's so, it's so brief, too, before you even settled in and know what's going on, you're pretty much out the window already, flying over Nan and the doghouse and off to London, so, but but i think the few i don't even know its seconds that you're in the room but the the scenery the music that you hear right as you come in um here we go as you go out the window um i think just sets you up as you're about to go flying and you're the one flying and you're the one that got the pit with pixie dust and you're soaring over neverland i think it just sets the stage so perfectly for heading out into london and neverland and so forth um as opposed to if you'd just gone out without having to go through that so I thought it was cool and if, if there's enough time to look for stuff there are a lot of things to look for but as I said you're only in there for what, two seconds three seconds maybe and then you're out so it's hard to pick out some things but but that was my pick and I swore you were going to have it so I'm
0: curious well, I'm close we're, right we're, I think we're we're actually we're right we're, next door Peter
1: pan's flight that I'm kind of curious where
0: because I do have Peter Pan's flight on my list and I and I love your room and I thought about that room for many of the same reasons. It's the music, it's the details. It gives you the sense of that you are taking off in flight, like you are almost leaping out of that window. While you're in there, you do get to see the details, like you said, like the cookies at the table with Raggedy Ann and Andy and the blocks and just some of the other little Victorian era details that are so well done. But you do take that sort of leap and I do love the music and that's why one of the ones on my list was actually Peter Pan's Flight but Flying Over London, right? Because for me, uh, the sense of flight and the, the, it's the most minuscule, simplest, low-tech detail but the quote-unquote lights on the moving cars below you and as you start to leap from the window and bank to the right over Nana's doghouse and go over London you see that sense of forced perspective starting to change, right? You look at that almost Mr. Toad's wild ride-ish car vehicle and then it everything starts to get smaller and smaller and then you have that giant expanse. There is sort of that reveal moment when you see London and then the stars and the clouds in the sky and the movement on the street and... Because there's so much to see, it is it's nearly a three hundred and sixty degree room to look through. You're looking left, you're looking right, you're looking up at, at the silhouettes over the moon. You're looking down to either side to see what iconic parts of London that you see. I think there's a lot in that room um, that I just love, and it really um, it's something that really, I think pulls such a great scene from the movie. And that's why it was very, very high on my list. So, we're we'll, I'll, we're we're together, man. We're 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 simpatico on this Peter Pan, Peter Pan, Peter Pan, and the nursery in London. Very, very
1: good. See, I was close. Now, I'll, I'll get you. <laughs> um, let's see. There's so many. I see. I never do these in any particular order, so I'm not sure where to go. Well, you never know I go. I'll go to the haunted mansion.
0: Is my- that's where I thought you were going.
1: We actually, well, um, if you have one, you may have a different one. And I, this was hard because every every room in the haunted mansion could be on this list. And um, and again, I think when I think haunted mansion, um, there's there's so many to pick from. Do you have one that you're going to bring up?
0: I, I do, but of course I was going to do exactly what you're doing, which was going to say, well, there's a lot of rooms, and here's one, two, and three that I didn't mention, but here's the one I did.
1: Yeah, well, I won't go into the other ones, so I don't want to land on yours. But but any one of them could be iconic, and, and there are some obvious ones. So I kind of went with the non-obvious, but I think it's really obvious anyway. But I um, <laughs> went into the attic as – my favorite room in the haunted mansion and that's only because i'm picking one not to be <laughs> so blatant with the, the most effective intense room that's came right before it but um uh but the attic it's uh, i think the thing about it for me it's uh, I, it's probably the most uh how do i say it? the biggest departure from the rest of the ride um I think is when you enter the attic. I think previous to that, it's spooky and creepy, but not overly scary um, at times. And uh, you know the ballroom has its music and and everything. But when you're, it's when you hit the attic that you hear the heartbeat, and then I think it gets, it takes a real creepy, dark turn. And of course afterwards you're in the graveyard, and it's creepy but in a whimsical way so i think the attic set off from the other parts of haunted mansion and that its creepiness factor is i think a little bit higher than the rest and there's not a lot of whimsy in there to deflect any of that so um uh, so it's kind of scary it's uh, i think the refurb which we've talked about before which again these are hard because we've talked about a lot of these things um one of my favorite refurbs of the Haunted Mansion was in the, the attic, and of course they did so many wonderful things to it, including a new room, which you may mention later on. Um, but the, the updated bride, uh, Constance with the hatchet, um, I think a spectacular, one of the more spectacular figures in uh, Walt Disney World, and I don't know if we even mentioned it on the show we did about uh, figures before, but... Um, The bit with all the portraits where all the husbands appear and disappear. The fact that she gets a new necklace for each one that went bye-bye under um, mysterious circumstances. Um, Just little details like that to note. um, But but all wrapped up in a really big, creepy, spooky room, which more than lives up to the Haunted Mansion title.
0: Well, I, believe it or not, I agree with everything you said. Because I also ran into the same thing. Haunted Mansion was one instantly jumped right to the top of my list um and i went through the same um, process of trying to pick my favorite child in the haunted mansion yeah the one that kept on coming back to me was the ballroom scene i think for so many people that is one that is the most memorable when the first time you see it you're just fascinated whether you're a kid or an adult at that again very simple magician's technique of making those ghosts appear and disappear I think we all probably have one that's a favorite or a new one that we see or a new detail that we find as a kid I used to love watching the two portraits uh light up and then they would face each other in the duel and shoot each other right or trying so desperately to look to see if you could find the face and see the face of the organ player at the very end at the 20,000 leagues uh, organ replica Uh I did go some of the other rooms. I, I did think about the Escher room with the you know, staircases to nowhere because I love that effect and I loved that update that they did. And forgive me for being repetitive and redundant, but when I close my eyes and I hear the Haunted Mansion and I think Haunted Mansion, I hear Little Leota. Oh. And I just, I don't know what it is about right that scene. I think that's so well- Sure is a, a great final chapter to that story to hearing her saying hurry back like that and just it, I know us. it's a simple projection but the we tiny little details of, of her flowing now. dress and that very melodic way that Leota Thomas or you. Leota <laughs> toom <laughs> sort of sings and, and her request for you to hurry back um, that is something that you, you know Tim that's something that I think um sticks with you uh, as as many other parts do, so but here's your trivia question, right well, I, And when I say trivia question, it's just me trying to give you a little bit of cool. did you know? Do you know who was supposed to be ready, hold on no All right. do you know who was supposed to be the face of Madame Leota? right? Do we know that Madame leota's face is who it's uh Le- leota Thomas, right? who is it supposed to be? Leota Thomas. Leota Thomas, Leota Tombs. She Leota worked too. in the model shop and, and um, yep. they used her face, right? Eleanor Audley was the voice of Madame Leota. That you was know her who-
1: voice was first. That's who the face was first.
0: No. It was supposed to be Walt Disney's first lady of Imagineering. Do you know who that is? No. Harriet Burns. It was oh. supposed to be Harriet Burns. So they had actually um, filmed her. So that she was going to appear in the crystal ball they put her like in this harness so her her head wouldn't move but they said her features were too small right they said she had too small of, a, of facial features so they gave the role to leota who actually worked for harriet burns so Madame leota almost could have been Madame harriet and it could have been harriet burns doesn't sound
1: quite the same
0: doesn't it doesn't just have that same ring to it Um, I did want to – because I know sort of my two have been the same as your two, and I'm also going to go back. I want to just quickly mention one other thing because you mentioned at the beginning it's a small world, and you sort of mentioned the white room, the goodbye room at the very end when it's, you know, um, it's that single room with all the different figures in it. But I actually had very high on my list a different room, and I don't know if we've talked about this before. Um, Same room. I'm sorry?
1: I have, I have the, uh, another room on my list, too. Oh, you do? Yeah.
0: You know, this is scary that our lists are getting very... Our lists used to be very different. Now they're getting very similar. So I wonder if your room is also the Polynesian room. Yes, it is. It, it, there you go, right? So it's classic. And it's and I love this room because I think, for me, it's so different, right? I think it's because of that sort of Hawaiian-style music and the the rhythmic drums. And, I, and you think about the surfer that's riding the wave and the hula girls and the the giant tiki masks moving back and forth and the big sun and the dog. Like that is my favorite uh, arrangement of the music in all the attraction. And it's far and away my favorite room as well, too. Like, I really feel as though you're being, that is the one that kind of transports you to another, uh, another place. And and especially because of the music. The platypus.
1: (laughs) The woodblock. Yeah. Now I, I, I that. How did, wait a minute.
0: Wait. How did you do that? I did nothing. We've technically we've only mentioned three attractions. We've mentioned Small World, Peter Pan, and the Haunted Mansion.
1: Uh, no, I agree. I, that's where I was. I was getting to with the with the Small World. My obvious one is the White Room. So I was trying to think of. Well, I throw that one out because we've talked about that. I agree The south I was calling it the South Pacific room um, but yeah it's such a departure it's a nice breakup uh, I love the song dearly and I have no problem with it but if you're one of those people that for some reason thinks that drives you crazy it's uh, the room does serve to break that up some because it, it's the same song but the arrangement is vastly different and um, I defy you to go through that room without pounding on your knees in time with the, with the wood blocks and I know you love the hula girls.
0: We all- I do love the hula girls. I do love the the hula girls. If somebody asked me, I said, listen, you could have one uh, figure from an attraction. Mm-hmm. That would be one I would think about. That Ooh. would definitely be one I would think about would be a, a hula girl from it's a small world. Mm-hmm. Or I- little Yoda. But anyway. All right. So we've got three out of our top. Technically, we have five rooms out of a top 10, but we've only mentioned three attractions. So where else did you think? What's another sort of favorite room or show scene all
1: right i have one and actually you mentioned this traction already and it's kind of a fault and actually the reason i'm bringing this up i uh, kind of a sneaky agenda here um i'm, I'm, t- I'm doing some sleuthing and mm. I, I might I, I ask your opinion and see if anyone else has a thought on this too and um shameless plug if, uh, if readers of celebrations knows i kind of did talk about this once already But I'm bringing it up again. But the attraction I'm going to is Spaceship Earth. They took out my favorite room of all time, city of the future. And actually, if pressed, um, I I probably would, as far as rooms go, I like the room where the two teenagers were talking to each other from America and Japan. That was always very cool. Of course, it's not there anymore, so I can't, according to my self-imposed rules, put that on my list. Um... But the scene that's up there, in in just about the same spot, um, I did include on the list, and it's the '60s living room scene where they're watching the <laughs> moon. And um, I don't know why I like that. I think it's it's really it's really cool. I guess it reminds me of showing my age, my childhood, a little bit. Uh, you know, being nostalgic for the the styles of the furniture and the Uh, and that sort of thing and to me that that style kind of it's like george jetson-esque it's like retro future so i always thought it was kind of cool which will bring me to another room that's going to come up later on that's a tease so we'll come back to that later (laughs) uh but again there's so many there's as with any uh any of the scenes in spaceship Earth, there's so many deals to look details to look for um uh you know trying to see the the clothes the style of the furniture one of my favorite things is the mousetrap game behind the sofa, um, which is very cool. I, I'm i sure you had one. I had one. I must confess, I never actually played the game. I always just set up the mousetrap to see if I could make it work. Um, but the, the question I have, and this has always puzzled me, and I'm kind of curious to hear what you think about it. I, I think this has come up before on the show a few times. Um, in addition to being a huge Disney fan, I'm a huge Beatles fan. And as people who pay attention at that scene know, there is a Beatles album on the floor next to the TV um, entertainment area. You remember this
0: well, of course, don't you? Look I do. The The, the Beatles' White Album on the Floor of the Rumpus Room. That's
1: the question. Now, being a huge Beatles fan that I am, I thought, well, that's cool the first few times I saw it. And the more I looked at it, I realized... That's no Beatles album I know it is. It's certainly not the White Album. So I was trying to... I put it this way. It's none of the albums they released. It's not an official Beatles album. So I was actually trying to one day figure out, well, I wonder what album that was. And I'm looking and looking and looking. And, and if you know anything about this, chime in. Because you might solve the mystery for me. But as best as I could find, it really wasn't anything. I was thinking, well, it had to be some compilation or something. And the best I found was a compilation that came out in the 80s, which had that cover on it. Or best as I can tell, that cover on it. I'm trying to look at my fuzzy pictures and do the best that I can. Now, the obvious uh, problem is that scene is set in 1969. So this scene, this album, was, oh, about 14 years away from being released, which makes it kind of interesting. Um especially curious because of the attention to detail we always uh, admire this looked like one case where maybe it wasn't quite there but i was trying to figure out why that album is there like why that one and the only thing i could see and i don't make sense for if i'm totally reaching here is that album does hold the distinction of being the one beatles album that was released closest to the date that epcot opened so i don't know if that's why that's the album they chose to put there
0: I mean you don't own a copy of the very rare limited press beatles white album from december 1968 uh not that says the beatles and <laughs> i'm kidding i'm making it up uh so i don't know i mean I, I am not a um i am not as much of a beatles aficionado as you are clearly you have been working on the google quite a bit uh i don't know the answer so i, I mean the first thing that i thought of that came to my mind was it is not nece- it's not meant to represent a an album At all, as opposed to something that is meant to represent an album by the Beatles, um, what it it sort of stands for, uh, a record album from the 60s, kids was made out of vinyl or the fact that the Beatles were the, you know, they were the iconic band that represents that generation. So maybe um, maybe it's not meant to be a specific album at all.
1: I like my explanation
0: better. I do too, but you asked me, and I'm making something up on the fly.
1: No, I was kind of—I was searching around, seeing if anybody had looked or figured that out. It look like I'm, looks like I'm the only one that's nuts enough to notice stupid stuff like that.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's a really interesting detail, and I, and I'm curious as to the answer because if it's not, if it is not a rare, limited pressing album that that kid happened to have. You know, what? what is it, you know, is it really, is that the cover of an album, and is it out of time, right? Is it, is it in the wrong place in time?
1: looks to be a legit cover of an album, but one that didn't come out till later. But like I said, it, it actually came out, the album in question, it, it was some greatest hits thing. But if I have my dates right, it came out literally two days after Epcot opened.
0: And kids, listen, if you'd like Tim to spoil some additional magic for you, you can visit him over at dot com. <laughs>
1: The ghost dance
0: in the ballroom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are you done? Are you done uh, ruining Spaceship Earth forever for me?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I had it's I, I don't know why I felt I had to squeeze it. <laughs>
0: Next thing you know, you're going to tell me Rome really wasn't burning. All right, I'm going to I'm use that as a transition element to go over to another one on my list as long as you are talking about ghosts, uh, like we mentioned in Haunted Mansion, because another one that is, um, is one that I love and it's a very relatively short scene is actually in the Tower of Terror. So as much as I wanted to include the library in the queue or the lobby... In the queue because i to me i think the attraction begins in the queue right i'm i'm splitting hairs i know it's a it's it's a matter of semantics but i moved beyond that into the actual ride when you're on the ride vehicle itself and when you get on that fifth floor and your elevator doors open and you see that long corridor and it's very dimly lit um the the plants are overgrown and you see all the guest rooms and the newspapers and the room service trays there and there's a single window far off on the opposite end and you see the lightning and hear the thunder and then those ghosts from 1939 appear and they look towards your elevator and they're sort of like madame leota sort of beckoning you to to join them and how they disappear uh similar but different use of a kind of Pepper's Ghost effect but when the corridor fades away right and then you sort of this, get this floating field of stars and the window shatters like the, like at the beginning of the Twilight Zone uh, which I love that is one of my all time single favorite scenes I love the detail I love the tech I love the the sounds it's just a, you because you get on Tower of Terror for the first time and you expect it to be you're going to be bouncing up and down. You almost don't expect that little um, transition point to help sort of pull the story together for you. And I, that's why that fifth floor, Tower Terror, is definitely one of my favorite attraction rooms. And it is sort of a room itself.
1: That must be after the chicken exit, right?
0: Yeah, you've never... I know, you don't even walk down Sunset Boulevard, but... What you're talking about. <laughs> I'm shaking my head and- Right. We should do this in in video format just so people can see my facial expressions. (laughs) Have you ever been to Walt Disney
1: World? (laughs) The the Tower of Terror has. I go to the queue, I can go in the boiler room, I can go up the elevator, I can see that scene and go ahead, but right before I can hit the. All right, I'm done. Like, you know, I need the mission space green card. You know what? Next
0: time you come. You and I are going to ride that together. I am going to get you over your trepidation about Tower of Terror. Like I know what I'm talking about.
1: All right, just after uh, we snack around, because before we snack around the world. Before we
0: right. snack, right. All
1: right, my next one, I'm going so 180 degrees from the one you just did. This one, I'm, I'm thinking this one may surprise you. You may not have thought of this. Or it's next on your list, in which case you're going to kill me. Um, Hollywood Studios. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh going to One Man's Dream, which we've just talked about. Nice. But you're talking rooms? How about Walt Disney's office? I
0: love it. I uh, did that about you.
1: <laughs>
0: I you do know you do know who Walt Disney was, right?
1: Walt Disney oh, just, was Just move on. One of the singing bus in the yeah. One man. Now, we've talked about One Man's Dream before on several occasions. So, you know, I won't belabor the point that any Disney fan, you must make that a go-to on your trip, even though it's not um, a traditional e-ticket attraction. Um, But among the things to see in there, um, seeing Walt Disney's office recreated in front of you for anybody who has any sense of the history of Walt Disney World and Disney and, and Walt Disney himself, it's just, it's just I don't know, it's, it's just humbling to sit there and see it and imagine um, the things that went on in his real office. Um, you know, the the ideas that were, were dreamed up the, um, the, the, just everything the artwork that was done, the, the dialogue that took place um, I, it's just a humbling thing I did notice I was looking at pictures of it um, all the ashtrays that were around there just kind <laughs> of some but um, um, it's not much to, to really expound upon that I think it's just uh, anybody who's a fan you got to go you got to see you got to check it out and it's um, like I said very humble
0: I love it I love that you added that I love that you put Walt Disney's office in there very uh, out-of-the-box thinking for you Tim Foster bravo Gee, thanks. Because when you say, I'm going to tell you, when you said Hollywood Studios, I I, I thought you were going to something else I had on my list.
1: Ah, well, I don't have anything left in that park, so you are wide open.
0: I was wondering if you were going to say anything in the Great Movie Ride. Nope. So I went through, I I mean, I literally went through every attraction. I, I sort of virtually walked through the parks in my mind and went attraction by attraction. And when I went to Hollywood Studios and I went to the Great Movie Ride, uh, it is one of those things that there are so many wonderful scenes, so many well done rooms there. I, I love the Indiana Jones room and and uh, so you know the iconic scenes from different movies. But I, I I paused when I thought about the Wizard of Oz room, oh, because you stop there and you feel as though you have stepped foot into. A scene right out of the movie. Right? It's completely 360 degrees. Munchkin Land is recreated. Look, these are my people, right? It's like full scale for me. And then the witch comes out and there's great dialogue, and she's such an advanced audio automatronic figure that is so close to you. And the music and the movement and just the way it leads to that next scene. I I had it on, I had it off, and I put it back again because I I thought it was. And immersive, family friendly, everybody can experience it, unlike you on Tower of Terror, kind of room. <laughs> so that's why I left Munchkin Land in the move, great movie ride on my list.
1: Well, very good. Yeah, I thought of the great movie ride, but I think it was more a case. I couldn't really pick one out of all of them. So I just let it, let it go for you. But, um, and The Wizard of Oz, it was kind of funny. I might have even mentioned it, but again, we've talked about. The animatronic and uh, so many times, but, but see, you put a whole new spin on it by relating it to yourself, which is one, <laughs> um, where am I going to go? I can break a rule. One of your rules. Cause it wasn't one of my rules.
0: Go ahead. I'm making them up on the fly as I go anyway. So it doesn't matter
1: room. I think you said attraction room, but I thought that doesn't necessarily have to be an it. Traction room, does it? So, I was thinking as we approach the holiday season, I was trying to think of what room at the Walt Disney World Resort for me brings that Christmas spirit to life more than any other. And it's a hard one, because there are so many places you can go. But again, con- having some uh, consulting time with my daughter, she her favorite, and I'll say it's my favorite, is the Grand Floridian Lobby at christmas time um again if you've been there you know how beautiful the lobby is anyway um you throw in the giant victorian christmas tree the gingerbread house um any if you need to get in the christmas spirit that's the way to go but that was a hard one because i could have gone and this is i'm going to sneak in some more here you could have gone wilderness lodge lobby you could have gone yacht club yacht lobby um but i was trying to think of that as we as we head into the holiday season where that where I best get that holiday feeling and i'm going to opt for the grand floridian but i'm going to come back
0: to this theme later on in the list later on. so that completely broke the rules but that yep. i'm not going to sound like a grinch because i do it's a love room. it and i agree listen i, I if we haven't done so we should go back and, and hit some some of our top 10 things that we love about some of the resorts oh um, yeah and and because that's a whole but I, I think if we use a very broad definition of attraction, you can uh, I'll I'll let that one slide. in, well, in see, the
1: the operative word to me was room. Not attraction. It was room. See.
0: Yeah, but now you're opening up a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> There's the
1: Yeah, well I opened it, but you're almost done, so you can't go back in
0: the <laughs> All right. So I, I did try and stay within Aren't we at ten? Did we do ten? Probably.
1: Is anybody well, really good. counting? No, because I got like three more. So.
0: All right, good. We <laughs> have to, I have to change the name of this segment to top ten to be something else. Um, right. So, I, I when I was going through my list, um, I, I did sort of. I wanted to sort of put ones that came to mind first for me. Um, this one that I'm going to mention. I think is obviously going to be on most people's lists. And like The Haunted Mansion, it will vary, right? What scene, what room will potentially vary. But if you think about attraction rooms, you think about iconic scenes, it's hard to dismiss Pirates of the Caribbean Mm -hmm. because there are so many. And I think every scene in there potentially is somebody's favorite. Mm -hmm. And I went from, you know, the post-waterfall... wicked wench cannonball fight scene where it explodes around you and you think about the the town on fire and of course the auction scene and carlos don't be chicken and, but for me and this goes back to me being a kid so this is very much one that is personal and nostalgic but bef- you know as the attraction begins and you go past and I love what they did sort of the, with the new Sandy Beach in the cove with the the mermaid skeleton on there. But as you round that corner, my favorite and one of my favorite all-time scenes in any Walt Disney World attraction is the skeleton at the helm. It's something I had a model of as a kid. Now, I was not a very good model builder, but that was a way for me to sort of take a piece of Walt Disney World home for me. It was snapped together, wasn't it? It was totally snapped together. All right. It was snapped together, and I'm an awful painter, but... I was able to have that on my shelf and in the attraction itself it's so close to you it's got this realistic storm you can feel the wind you can hear the, the thunder and you see that that pirate there and it really sets the stage for that next part of the experience at going back in time and reliving what that pirate and what the other pirates uh, experienced but as far as a single scene, which is so very simple, with a single figure in there, uh, it is one that is undoubtedly one of my all-time favorites, and remains too to this day. It's it's one of my favorite scenes in Pirates. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. If you could find that, please have somebody else build it for me. Yeah, I'll
1: have somebody else build it for you. It was funny. I was thinking of Pirates, but I couldn't pick a room, so I didn't bother. Um putting on my list, which is good. My vote, though, I would go uh, the cavern room, but, which I don't think most people think of, but it's so peaceful. But for my next one, uh, I re- I, for uh, when you were leading up to the pirates, I swore this is what you were going to say, and I was ready to throw something across the room. But we're going to Carousel of Progress. And you, I was thinking you might have disqualified that by your right, bizarre show this is, this is show: attraction, part, part, part show. Yeah, show.
0: It's on my honorable um, mention list.
1: But when you say room, these are rooms. Right, and, so
0: which room? Which one is it? I'm, uh, I'm very no curious. there's no
1: question which room. The Christmas room, of course. Um, and I said that's kind of what I was alluding to when uh, I was talking about if I want to get that Christmas experience somewhere at Walt Disney World. Um, the resorts are there, but for me somehow, someway, the Christmas scene in Carousel of Progress is one that really does it to me. And uh, we've talked a lot about it um, as I was sort of wishy-washy on putting it on the list because we've mentioned this scene before in other top ten-isms. And I don't care that some of the technology out of date. and It doesn't bother me that the TV needs updating and all that kind of thing. Um, I think the uh, other than the Christmas tree and, and the beautiful decorations and all that. Part of the appeal of that room goes back to the the Spaceship Earth room that I was talking about. that It has that uh, retro-futuristic appeal to it. Um, which to me, I know it's, uh, it's of a certain time. It's meant to represent a certain time. But on the other hand to me, it's sort of timeless in a way. Because um, it's like it's today, but this isn't really today. this is uh you know kind of a retro you know whatever area you want to put it in um and uh I just think it's cool I want to say George Jetson, but I know it's more current than that I want to say like fifty sixties <laughs> but I know it's not a fifty sixties room, but I mean, it's an eighties room' it's, I mean, you know, it's game but it has but it has things about it that um like, there wasn't an 80s room I ever lived in. So, there's, there were cool things about it. And, and the same thing, while the scene of Spaceship Earth is not a futuristic scene, it's not even a modern scene. There's something about it that's um, uh, retro-futuristic, like the contemporaries, or it was in its heyday when it was, you know. Um, had the decor that it did, and Tomorrowland, and I don't know quite what the connection is, and there might not really be one, but I get that same feeling from those two places, um, same kind of thing. I, and again, the decorations are beautiful. You can forget what I just said; just talking see, about I, the Christmas tree, turning up the lights.
0: Yeah. Ah, see, cool. I liked Carousel Progress, but not for that room. I like I like the earlier. <laughs> I know scenes.
1: we differ on this. No, but no, but no, I, I like the here. earlier
0: scenes because it gives you a sense to a certain degree um, of what life might have been like right when you see the exposed wires in the kitchen and the power going out and the high point stove and and some of the i you use air quote technology of the time i love that like i i love history i love sort of seeing uh how people have lived and worked and played over time so being able to sort of go back in time and see things like that Um, that's what I really enjoyed about Carousel of Progress. Um, So it was on my list as an honorable mention because of my self-imposed, it's more of a show, but it does have the transitions and I almost couldn't pick a favorite scene. But I'm going to see your Carousel of Progress and I'm going to raise you with something that actually is connected directly to it. It shouldn't be on my list because technically part of this attraction is outside, but... This is a stretch. It's a stretch, but I wanted to include this anyway, so I don't okay. ca- I'm making and breaking the rules at the same time. Is this a is this a go with me here? It's not a go. I don't think it's a go with me because for me, my, I haven't had- l- listen going to Disney World as often as i as I have, my experience has changed. And no longer is it for me about rushing through the park, trying to hit every attraction that I can. It's my place to go to relax to see friends, to just spend time with with family and friends hanging out, of course to eat, but there are a few attractions that I do like to try and do when I can, when I go there and one of them is without question, the Wedway People Mover. And so for me one of my favorite rooms, air quotes, is Progress City. The model of Progress City. Walt's dream for that experimental prototype community of tomorrow. It's a relevant important piece of Disney history it was in Disneyland it was part of the carousel of progress and I think it represents so much you talked about connecting to Walt right it was so much of the most important part of his Florida project that was Walt's ultimate dream for what this Epcot city was going to be if you look at that model carefully You can only imagine the countless hours of didactic small work putting that model together, installing the light, planting the trees, every little part of it. And remember, that is only a very, very small part of what was originally on the second floor of the Carousel of Progress, right? There was a 6,900 square foot model of the city. So you're seeing something that is maybe an eighth of that size. So try and imagine how big that must have been, how far, how much they vetted this idea, how important this idea was to Disney and the Imagineers to build something, a scale model that big and so detailed. So I'm making the rules, I'm breaking my rules. The Progress City scene in the People Mover is still to this day, I find new details. I think it's important, it connects to Walt. It's Disney World history. It's Disneyland history. I just threw my hands up and dropped the mic and walked off the stage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, see, I and I, I, I totally agree with you. And I didn't even think of the people were That's that's. And I thought actually we were going to say some other rooms, but um, no, I agree with you. And I think what you said, you kind of just you echoed what I said, or justified it, or or uh, helped me out. Because I, I I see this the city or the Epcot city, and of course your first thought is you know how cool would it have been to live there? How cool would it have been if Walt Disney had been able to see that through? Could he have pulled it off? Uh, if anyone could, you know, think it would be him. And if that was the case, how cool would it be to live in this idealized city of of the future? Although of course it wouldn't be the future when you were living it; it would be today, but. The whole, that I think that's the whole part of the appeal of like the Carousel of Progress room and some other places in Walt Disney World where they it's more of a idealized vision of today or of the future. Uh, in other words, not literally, but maybe this is what it would have been like if you had lived in Epcot, the city. You know, if you would have commuted to work on a people mover or monorail and lived in. A house that had these technologies and stuff. So I think that's part of why it all that that kind of wraps it all up to me too. Because I think part of this is how cool it would have been to live in the city of the future in Epcot. You get that vibe in Future World too. Um, Like this would be a great place to live.
0: See now you got me going. You got me all. <laughs> listen, your future world is the final scene of Carousel of Progress, so that's the futuristic to you. But but all right. but
1: but but. but <laughs> all right. it's listen, I. Idea- I know. People me, know.
0: You- throw in a couple of, of quick hits, a couple of quick.
1: I got two honorable quick hits mentions. For you. Go ahead. Uh, one, my last retro, futuristic, future retro metro one, the receptionist room, and it was a queue, so I almost didn't include it, but the Imagine Journey into Imagination queue. That the receptionist desk, the furniture. I just want that to be my living room. So I think it's such a cool looking room. And then the other quick hit I had was um again, many rooms to choose from, which one? Many pictures of Winnie the Pooh. I landed on the rain, rain, rain room. Which we've talked about before, so I was kinda of hesitant to include it here. I thought about Pooh,
0: <laughs> but I almost hit the Heffalumps and Woozle room only uh, because I think it's brilliant in that because that room, because all of the um, the uh, characters and all the sets are on flat plain two-dimensional things, that lets you realize that you've gone into his dream and this heflum so and woozle thing, because you see him fall asleep and I think so many people miss it, like, oh you know, it's just this is the Heffalums and Woozle thing, but then you see the difference in The three-dimensional figures to the two-dimensional figures. I almost threw it in there, but I couldn't. Uh, A couple of quick... The smoke rings. The smoke rings. Gotta love the smoke rings. Um, A couple of quick mentions. Living with the land. The greenhouse. Mm, uh, Yeah. It's a room. It's It's inside. It's not a show. Right? It's not a show. It's edutainment. It's edutainment, and it's delicious. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I also thought about mentioning... Um, and I'm going to anyway, is the Zippity Lady at the end of Splash Mountain. Ah. Uh, I I love that room. I like sort of that that giant showboat and the music and the characters and and everything that's going on around you, so I thought of that as well, too. Uh, Tim, I, I wanted to, for nostalgic reasons, mention Figment's Upside Down Open House, but... My love of the original Journey to Imagination um, prevented me from doing so, but it still gets an honorable mention anyway.
1: Say the white room in the original.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Don't, any room in the original. Well, any room yeah. in the original. Um, <laughs> a couple of them that that I had to self-regulate off the list, but I would love to include anyway.
1: Yeah, they're on the list.
0: They're on the list. Shh. <laughs> By Here's. not mentioning them, I'm really mentioning them. Uh, yeah. Injun Joe's cave.
1: What? Which, Come on,
0: <laughs> what? And and yeah, yeah. You taught to use the Tim Foster definition of rooms. Uh huh. Even though it's outside, what about some of the rooms in and at the very top of the Swiss Family Treehouse?
1: You know, I thought of that, and I was sure you were going to go there,
0: and I just did. And you did, and, I'm proud and of you. I did. I, I just <laughs> went there, yeah, and
1: those, I absolutely those are rooms.
0: It's a house. It's absolutely rooms, but it's outside, and it's but we mentioned it anyway. But I didn't
1: just stupid. It can't be outside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, but here is so I have one last question, and it's not for you, but it's for those people who are listening, and that is this: What is your favorite? Walt Disney World attraction, room, or scene. You could use our our rules, which we've broken anyway. You could not. Make up but, your own. But make up your own. Make up your own rules and fit it. How, you listen, you justify it however you want. Visit wdwradio.com Click on the podcast link. Click on the link for this week's show. You can leave your comments there. We'll keep the conversation going there. Tell me what your favorite attraction room is or scene is, when you close your eyes, what's that one that first comes to mind, or like me, wish you could put up on your shelf in in model form. Um, Also, (laughs) as long as you're sitting there on the internet, go to to guidetothemagic.com. Tim's got his Guide to the Magic book for kids, which I think is awesome for adults too, and celebrationspress.com, because there you can subscribe, you can order back issues, you can find out more about Celebrations Magazine, It's in print, and it's on your iPad, which is I dig because I get them. I put them up on my shelf to save, have Tim sign, and sell on eBay later. But I like to read them on digital format.
1: Right. It's on Kindle, too, from what I understand, even though I don't have a Kindle.
0: Do you have an an iPhone or an iPad? Yes, I do. Then you have a Kindle. Download the free Kindle app, and you can read Kindle books.
1: Well, I I don't. (laughs)
0: Like I said. The final in Carousel right Progress is as forward-thinking as Tim Foster goes. <laughs> hey,
1: and for anybody who's interested, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I just we just got in the new edition for the Guide to the Magic for Kids, which has all the Fantasyland updates, a test track, and Phineas and Ferb, whoever they are, and all kinds of new stuff. <laughs> so... For everybody, everybody has been waiting for the new one to get to fantasy land and see all the new stuff, it's here.
0: My, listen, I've shown you pictures of my kids taking that book to the parks. I, I kid you not. You know, uh, you know my son and daughter love The Guide to the Magic Books, not just because they're by Tim Foster. That's good parenting right there. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go and listen to my Beatles' White Album, Tim Foster. We've got to have you come back. Somebody
1: tell, me, tell me what Beatles' album that was.
0: you got to come back. We have a lot of other really good ideas for uh, some fun top ten and then Absolutely. some lists. You got it. time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I ask you to challenge yourself to see how well you know your Walt Disney World history or trivia. Maybe play a random sound clip or quote a line from an attraction or song, ask you to identify where in the world you might have heard it for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's challenge, let's go back to last week, review the question, and select our winner. Last week, I interviewed Disney legend Al Knetznyi. Who talked about working with and for Walt Disney, so I wanted to ask you a question specifically about Walt and his connection to Walt Disney World. One of my favorite personal hidden treasures in all of Walt Disney World is the Carolwood Room, a quaint fireside room where you can sit and relax over at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, and it also displays extensive railroad memorabilia such as photos, plans, sketches, a piece of Walt Disney's backyard Carolwood Pacific Railroad, and lots more. So my question to you last week was, what was the Carolwood Room originally known as? What was its original name? And based on the number of correct entries, and again, there were hundreds of you. Thank you all for playing. You either know and love the Carolwood Room or you're good with the Google because it was originally known as the Iron Spike Room. And it's a great exhibit. You should make your way over there again. It's the Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. There are some exhibits on loan from the Disney family. There's photos of Walt a one a scale Carrollwood Pacific Railroad that was used in his backyard, photos of some of the original Carrollwood cars, and lots more. Again, thanks to all of you who played and entered. You had a chance to win all of my audio walking tours of the Magic Kingdom, a WDW Radio luggage tag, a button, a signed photo of Richard M. Sherman, and a holiday vinylmation. We took all the correct entries, randomly selected one, and last week's winner is Kate Rayner. So, Kate, congratulations Please send me your address, I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, I want to thank you so much for playing, and don't worry, because here's your next opportunity to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So with the opening of New Fantasyland and Test Track and The Legend of Captain Jack Sparrow, by the way, I'm going to have full live coverage as well as video, audio, and taped coverage as well, starting this Wednesday, December 5th. Through Friday, December 7th, stay tuned to Twitter and Facebook. I'll post updates as to when I'm able to broadcast a video live. But back to the question, I was thinking about the Beast Castle and Prince Eric's Castle and that new beautiful mountain range that has really dramatically changed the landscape in the Magic Kingdom. And actually, I love all the different mountains throughout Walt Disney World. Each has character, story, depth, color, and real beauty to it. And some have some pretty cool attractions in it, too. So, did you know there's, a, there's actually some names attached to some of these mountains as well? So, your question this week is this. Where in the world can you find Chickapin Hill? Pretty simple, right? You have until 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, December 9th, to email your answer to contest at wdwradio.com. You'll be playing for a prize package that includes all of my audio tours, the luggage tag, button, a Disney pin, and a mystery gift from New Fantasyland. Again, I'm going to the opening this week. I'll get some items. Use those as contest prizes. Don't know what it's going to be yet, but the first prize will be for this week's contest. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks again for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. If you haven't subscribed already, please go to iTunes, subscribe to the show. Also, be sure and tune in every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at WDWRadioLive.com. It's a chance for you to be part of the broadcast as we do a live video broadcast and interactive chat where we talk about this week's Walt Disney World News. You can also call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. Or email me with a question you want answered on the show at Lou at wdwradio.com. You can also follow me over on Twitter and Facebook. Best ways and places to get updates. I'm at Lou lewmangelo on Twitter and facebook.com slash wdwradio. In addition to staying connected online, you know I love and believe that there's nothing like a handshake and a hug, and I love in-person events as well, too. Thanks to everybody who came by our Friday night meet of the month in Walt Disney World this past week. Our next meet of the month is going to be Saturday, December 22nd. Think of it sort of as a WDW Radio holiday party. We're going to celebrate the season together in the Magic Kingdom at 1 o'clock. You can find out more and RSVP to our Facebook event page by visiting the events page over at WDWRadio.com. There you'll also find out about other upcoming events, including our on-the-road events. We're going to be in Las Vegas the first weekend in January. We're going to be in Alani on the Disney Fantasy. Lots more events around the country as well, too. While you're on the site, be sure and check out our multiple daily blog posts and contests and photo galleries, as well as our fun, family-friendly discussion forums Videos, our WDW Radio store, and lots more. Also, while you're on the site, be sure and sign up for our free email newsletter that gives you exclusive content, contests, offers, deals, information, updates, information, and much more. You can find the link right on the home page in the top right hand corner, or visit wdwradio.com/news. Quick thanks, as always, to my partners and sponsors, MouseFan Travel. Is not only my official and recommended travel provider because it's who i use but if you're going to disney world disneyland and adventures by disney or with us on the disney fantasy next november 2nd becky and her team not only give you the best possible prices and all available discounts at no additional cost to you but most importantly it's their level of personal service that really sets them apart again you can find them over at mousefantravel.com When you're coming down to the parks you want to stay in something a little bit bigger want some extended space for the whole family maybe a house with multiple master bedrooms visit allstarvacationhomes.com and if you want some disney magic delivered right to your door or to your ipad celebrations magazine over at celebrationspress.com you can subscribe and order back issues right there and as always my friends and you are my friends whether we have met yet or not all i ask is that if you like the show Please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links to your favorite episodes or come by and comment over on Facebook. And please also review and rate the show over in iTunes as well. And finally, and most importantly, thank you all so very much for letting me share my passion with you each and every week in so many different ways. I want you to be as equally, if not more happy. So start to follow your own dreams, simplify your life, remove all that's unimportant, focus on your goals, surround yourself with positive people. And as Walt said, always keep moving forward. Thanks again so very much. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Hey Lou, this is Wes
1: calling from Two Falls, South Dakota. My wife and I are going to be heading down to Disney in January to run the marathon at l and we are wondering, uh, I have a Disney Parks app, and then I have a Disney Experience app, as well as several uh, non-Disney apps. And I'm just wondering which one you recommend, if there's one that you like better than the others. Um, just looking for some help out there. Have a great day. Love the show.
0: Hey, Lou, um, Mr. Mangiello. Uh
1: My name's Nick. And I uh, love your show. Love Disney. Um and uh I was wondering if I could have a shout out on tonight's um W D W Radio Live. I voted for you all the time to be the best podcast and I just love your show. Um I've been to Disney eight times and it's one of my favorite places and love to talk to you about it and uh it, yeah, you're just you're the coolest, I love your show, best Disney bod- podcast out there. I love to talk I I mean I can't real. I know a lot about the parks I actually kind, of, kind of, sounds kind of stupid but I uh study a little bit online you know the history of the parks all this and thank you again my name is Nick You've got a friend